Hey y'all, I'm Prince Derek Dahl and you're watching Hashtag Verse TV. Make sure that you share, like, comment, and subscribe, and then share again. 181. Oh, all right. Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family. It's week 181. Welcome to WIBDT. I'm Aaron Mack. And I'm Basic Complexity, a.k.a. Kevin. And we are here with good friend, American hip-hop, R&B performing artist, advocate, fashion maven, entrepreneur, columnist with the New York Times, co-star of The Circle NYC Season 5, and so much more, Prince Derek Dahl. Prince Derek Dahl, please say hi. Thank you. TV family. Hi, Verse TV family. I'm so excited to be back here with you all. How are you feeling? We are fantastic, and we are very happy to have you as well, my friend. Good, good, good. So happy Absolutely. to be here. And the first question, what do you love most about your life's journey thus far up to today? What do I like about my life's journey uh, up to today? So right now I feel like I am um, living the life that I've dreamed of uh, with the type of freedom that I've uh, always wanted. Uh, I think I have a, a, a different sense of clarity now at this age than I did before, but I'm also, um, I'm also glad that I survived to tell the story. Right. I've learned from all of my failures and I'm still learning. Um, I've learned how to forgive myself and others and uh, to just trust the process. So that's my favorite thing up to, to this point. And, and that's beautiful, my friend. Absolutely. We have to trust the process. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, you have hosted many outstanding interviews from the MTV VMA's red carpet to the black carpet to husband and wife power team, Mr. Richard Lawson with Ms. Tina Knowles Lawson. Yeah. How did you become so proficient? Um, how did I become proficient in it? I, I mean, I went to school for it. That's the first thing. Um, when I was in high school, I was the anchor of our uh, weekly news program. Uh, my senior year, I was the co-editor of Tide Talk, which was our newspaper. And then when I went to school uh, to matriculate in mass communication, I concentrated in broadcasting and uh, for radio and television. I worked at a radio station. I graduated with an internship at Entertainment Tonight. And so I've always kind of been in the practice of gathering information and communicating it out. Um, as far as working with the New York Times, it was a partnership um, that was birthed out of literally a conversation saying that if MTV was going to be here in Newark, there needed to be um, someone on the ground that was able to bring those stories back to our community. Um, and, you know, I was very happy to do it. And, and over the past couple of years, I've had some great experiences um, working with that particular outlet. Um, but uh, I've always, you know, I've always done it. I had my own a podcast or online radio show uh, from 2010, um, where I also created a platform for other people to come and share their stories. And I, I still continue to do that uh, to this day, utilizing my other platforms. 
marvelous. And it all just comes together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you just have to keep going on the path. You co-star in The Circle NYC Season 5. What energizes you most about this? Um, what energizes me most about being on this show is that it's an opportunity for uh, me to share my story and to also possibly inspire someone um, with representation, right? We always talk about um, queer representation in media um, and I think that because of my own um, uh, intrinsities or, or my, my creative way of expression, um, I'm creating a space and I'm occupying a space for people who look, live, and love like me. And so that's that's the one of the main reasons why I agreed to do this show. Um, and also to expose people to my craft. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an artist. And so, you know, we sometimes have to fight for platforms to be seen and uh, it's very competitive. So, you know, just being able to have a space uh, where people can see what it is that I'm doing and you can either fall in love with it or not. But uh, I'm I'm excited about being in the space to to showcase and to network, but mostly the showcasing and building the business. Marvelous. L let me say, friend, you are doing some amazing stuff amazing admirable and yes yes oh, thank you this yes 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 absolutely <laughs> all right now let's talk the doll experience live in brooklyn your legendary debut at ota's kiki ball mm -hmm. in brooklyn new york tell us about your preparation experience and what did you want your fans to leave with that evening? So preparing for that performance, um, when Chad told me that it would be okay for me to perform, I think I went on uh, that following week and just kind of to check out the space and the, the energy of the crowd. Um, I, I hadn't performed in New York you know, in, in years at that point, but it was also a different market for me um, or within my my scope of, of performances here in Jersey, um, performing at a, at a Kiki Ball uh, was something new. And I wanted to, to make sure that I gave them, you know, a great performance, something they will remember and something they enjoyed. Um, and so it was, it came down to, you know, what, is, what am I gonna do for the look? Um, you know, thinking about song selection, uh, what song is, is going to get the crowd most energized? Um, and then just getting up there and doing it. That was, you know, that was the the, the most important part was just to get up there uh, and give them a great show. And so I was very pleased with it. It was one of my favorite performances uh, because of the energy that the crowd gave back. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. So uh, I, I definitely um, got more out of the experience than I thought. Uh, like you said earlier, the doll experience live in Brooklyn um, became a special uh, and and uh, of its own, it's its own special. So I was just like, wow, you know, uh, this is, you know, this I'm on I'm on the right path of what I'm doing, and I just want to continue to to you know to do that. So one of these days I'm going to come back to OTA and, and give a give them some more music. But it was definitely one of my favorite performances. Excellent. And watching that performance, like you even had the audience singing your song back to you, if I recall. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
that that that's got to be an amazing feeling. Absolutely, it is. You know, um, I think that outside of the musicality of like creating a song, a, a call and response record, I think that when you are music has its own power, right? And it's a way to connect with people. And I think that with me being on that stage up so high and it being that song, I feel like it gave us, uh, it, it removed a lot of space, right? Cause it's something that people could relate to, um, which was another reason why I made sure from my, you know, in the song I came down to actually be with the people. It was like a welcome, it's like, hi, we're, we were communicating, right? Having a conversation and um, everything about it was just, it was beautiful. I, I loved it. I loved the entire experience. Absolutely. All right. Now, Chop is still the jam, truly, and we, your audience, can't wait to hear more. Now, what new music projects does Prince Derek Doll have in the works? I knew you were going to ask that. So um, I do, I am working on my debut album, um, and I wanted it to be released um, during the summer. Uh, this year, but due to some due to some changes in our marketing and promotions uh, calendar, it didn't work out how I wanted it to work out. And I also have a couple of other um, collaborative projects that I wanted to add to the to the uh, to the album um, because at first I was going to do it with no features, um, but I do have a couple of other LGBTQ artists that I would like to work with. And so we're working on getting those collaborations in. And I think uh, Mira is uh, it's, it's already a fave. So we're pushing to get a Mira music video made um, before the end of the year so we can get that out by New Year's. Um, and then hopefully we'll have the album out by March, March, April of 2023. And you'll have a full length album of new music that you can pump to. Nice. Pump too. I, I like it. I like it. Can't wait. All right. Now, doll talk for the record. What tea can you share with our hashtag Burst TV family about this program of yours? You have so many programs. Mm. So, the tea about doll talk for the record. Um, I've always had, well, maybe for the past like six years, I've had doll talk. The hashtag as a platform for me to just do my uh, whether I'm doing interviews or whether I'm discussing you know hot topics or whatever. So this particular show, because um, I think we're, we're four episodes in, I I'm take I'm on hiatus and then I come back. And I'm going to do another four episodes. Um, was specifically created um, for us to have not just an after show but a space for the cast members of the Circle NYC to talk about our episodes and our experiences and to kind of have our solo uh, time to explain, you know, to address certain comments or misunderstandings or whatever it was, just a chance for us to kind of just talk about the show and our experience and to spill our tea and, you know, give you some good juicy behind the scenes, you know, um, commentary and things like that. So that's what it kind of started off being. But it's also expanding into a space where other LGBTQ artists and creators will get a chance to come on the show and kind of like address certain uh, certain things. So it's like if you know there's a rumor out there, if the social media is talking or clamoring about certain things and you want to come and clear the air and have a space where you can actually talk about um, what your experience is past or, or, or present, 
um, doll talk for the record will be a place where people will be able to do that. So that's the tea on that uh, platform. Hence, for the record, for oh the my, record, listening to you answer that question, I was like, you are such a multimedia mogul. Like mm -hmm. you know what you're doing. Like that is so smart. Like you're just bringing all the uh, the pieces together. You're a smart man. Oh, okay, Thank you. but you are. All right. Now, what are you learning as a contributing columnist for the New York Times and as an entrepreneur and a multimedia mogul? Might you release your own periodical? Um. So, what am I learning as a contrib as a contributor? Um, I'm learning more about. Um, I won't say deadlines. I mean, I am a man of my own means. And so it's like, I kind of work on my own schedule, but I do understand the demands of, of, of media platforms. And so it's just with it just being me and the type of media that I do, um, my stuff has a audiovisual component to it. So it's not just me writing articles. Cause if it was, it'd be a lot easier for me to just gather information, take the interviews and then write it out. But because I have to get the, you know, get videos edited, get sound adjusted and get, certain things added to it. Sometimes it takes a little longer than I would like it to for me to be able to get my stories up. Um, but I'm so glad that I have grace and I, I create um, mostly evergreen stories. So, um, you know, it, I can always drop them whenever I want to. And also I have my own platform. So anytime that I, you know, uh, get a chance to cover a story and it doesn't meet a deadline, I can always drop it on my own. Um, and I think over time, especially with the interviews that I've gotten, uh, most people can just consider me to be a freelancer. I have a Medium account. I've made art. I've posted articles on my own um, that have, you know, done very well. Um, so I'm also part of the Newark um, Stories Collaborative. And so, um, as far as releasing my own periodical, I, I don't know if that's something um, that may come down the line. If anything, I would love to have my own magazine. Uh, in the next like 10 years um, that focuses on uh, black LGBTQ culture and its ties, you know, not just with entertainment or, you know, sexuality or health and wellness, but also politics, um, education, and just kind of literally um, create a space where we can, we can have our own publication that looks like us. That's, that is, you know, a mainstream quality. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens uh, in the future. But for right now, I'm just really focusing on the music and allowing the music to create those spaces and opportunities for me to be in those rooms to, um, to get the interviews and just get the story as a creative. And you are doing it, my friend. So absolutely, right on. And can't, uh, you're amazing. I, I don't have to keep saying that. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of amazing, you are an award-winning activist. What personally motivates you to stand for the cause of equality and more? Um, well, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from a very um, Southern conservative um, background. I was raised as a Catholic, um, but I also was raised by a mother who allowed me to be myself and who always tried to make sure that I understood the power of me. And uh, in, in doing so, I realized as I got older that, you know, there's, there's, 
there are things around us that can be oppressive and we not even even know it. Um, there can be people around us that silence our voice and without us being confident enough to speak up for ourselves, it lends a space for someone else to speak up for us or to not. And, you know, I, I have trans cousins. I have two trans cousins. One of them was murdered um, almost almost two years uh, ago, I think 2020, 2021. What year is it? 2022? Um, yeah. So I think yeah, last year um, was murdered. And uh, I've worked in uh, in this field and had clients and just thinking about um, thinking about that isolation or feeling of helplessness or when you really need support and uh, people aren't there. And I've experienced some things in my own life where I felt really alone, right? I felt um, defenseless, voiceless, and I was trying to figure out where to get resources and things like that. And so I decided that, you know, if I'm able to help, then I'm going to do that. You know, when I moved to Newark in 20, um, 2013, the, one of the first things I wanted to do was try to find my community. Where's my safe space? Where's my tribe? And when I did that, I wanted to be a contributing uh, factor or be an asset to the community and um, getting into work with Newark Pride and then eventually working at NGCRI as a, an empowerment specialist allowed me to really work hands-on with the community um, that has really poured a lot into me as well. And just so just being able to, to stand up and speak out for those who just may not have the opportunity to, to do so. Um, and, you know, I feel like my life has always been that way. I've always, you know, did community work since I was young because of who my grandmother was. Um, but as an adult, being able to choose which causes I fight for and uh, which voices I amplify, you know, that is that's what motivates me to, to do the work. It's not about the awards, it's always about what is the result and um, how are we impacting the community, how are we empowering the community uh, to stand up for themselves, to get them what they need, um, because I learned first how to advocate for myself. And so that's just that's just part of the work. A absolutely, and, and people need that and need that motivation and each one teach one, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. A absolutely. Uh -oh. There were people who there were people um, still in my life now that um, have guided me um, through even through doing advocacy work. Um, people like Gary Paul Wright, who is the executive director of the African American Office of Gay Concerns. Um, when I first got here, that was the first uh, community advisory uh, council that I sat on, um, and he's been a mentor ever since. And that's it's almost you know almost ten years, uh, but just reminding ourselves why we do it. You know, these are people that we can see, touch and feel um, and watching how um, watching how certain needs get overlooked. It's the same way for me and how I feel about our um, citizens without addresses or our displaced or homeless um, youth uh, and young adults. It's like, you know, how do we get the resources to them? You know, we're all at the end of the day, we're all human. So just trying to figure out how we can bridge some gaps um, and and amplify some needs so that everyone is 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 um, gets what they need. That's marvelous. You know, I I've never heard that community referred to as citizens without addresses, but it's like I I I I, I don't want to say I love that because it's an awful difficult situation, 
Yeah. It's just like that's such an appropriate classification. You know, yeah. they're still citizens. You know, they just don't have addresses. Anyway, all right. What do you enjoy and love most about Prince Derek Doll 2022? Um, this year has been full of surprises for me. I think the I'm still reeling from my birthday party uh, in April that turned out to be a listening party uh, for the album. We played six songs from the upcoming album and watched the reception and just being being in a space of love and support. Um, you know, it really meant a lot because I was like, this has been 10 years in the making and to, to be like, oh, I'm really here. Um, and, you know, doing the reality show, something that I never thought I would do. and um, Being invited back to the VMAs and, um, you know, just, I don't know. I think, I think this year for me, I've been very present, right? So I get a chance to experience and enjoy everything. It's not in a passive way. It's not just a me rushing or doing the motions just to get to the next thing. It's like, no, I get to feel and experience everything. And um, I'm just full of gratitude. You know, this, I'm, I'm, this year is like, I'm grown, but I'm, I'm growing and I can feel it and I can see it. Um, so yes, it's been a, it's been a very blessed year. I think that Prince Derek doll 2023 is going to be even bigger. Um, but, but for the most part, 2022 has just literally been about, you know, staying focused, manifesting the things that I want. Yeah. Leveling up, taking it, taking things uh, to the next level and not being satisfied or content with what I used to do. Right. You know, uh, I could, I, my album, I could drop it tonight if I wanted to, but there are certain things that I want it to be like, I want it to be better than uh, it was before. And I want to be able to, to do uh, and challenge myself to do things that I really, I've always wanted to do, but never really believed I could do. And I think now this year has taught me that uh, you win more when you're a believer. So I believe, and I, I can't wait to see what next year has for me. I, I, I love it. And I'm sure it's going to be big, huge things. I hope so. Fantastic things. Yes. And if not, I'll just be at work. <laughs> it, it, it will be. It will be. You, you've got it. And but yes, yes. You know, I, I get what you're saying because you're saying either way, I'm still going to press forward. I love that. I love yeah. it. I love it. No matter what. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, do you have any tea, any information? on anything else going on that you can share with our hashtag Verse TV family today? Like some tea I haven't spilled before that's like exclusive? Is that what you're asking? Like some exclusive tea? Well, just in anything else that you want to share. It could be like some new exclusive stuff or hmm. just that you didn't get to speak on in the interview yet. Oh, I mean... So some tea. I mean, we. I mean, you. You did a in in depth research. You asked about literally everything. Um, so what's what's some tea that I could spill? Um, hmm. Um, well, so like I said, so the fans should expect new music uh, coming. I told Mira is going to be a single, and we're working on a music video. But um, in between time, there may be something that leaks. Or just drops um, that I've been working on. We'll see, depending on how I feel and if if someone pisses me off. Um, but I'm excited about that playing with new sounds, and then 
um, for those of you who have been enjoying the circle. And if you haven't seen it, make sure you go to YouTube, go to Our View TV and subscribe. We're on episode four, I think, right now. Episode five drops soon for season five. Go catch up. Um, but an exclusive is I'm currently, we're currently in production for season six. Um, and it is going to be a very, very interesting season. I think that people are going to, they're going to see a side of me that they probably haven't seen before or didn't expect. Um, and I feel like it's going to be in a good way because it's going to be expansive and allows people to know me a little better. But, um, so yeah, that's some tea I can drop off here that, um, that you've heard first. And, um, so yeah, like I said, 2023 is going to, I'm hoping it's going to be even bigger and better. And I will just wait and see. Fantastic. Absolutely. Now, we are going to the and why T questions. And Kevin will ask one of the questions, but I will ask the first two. Okay. And for the and why questions, the first one, if you could put a rewind or fast forward button on life, which would it be? And why? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. I, I'm not in a space where I have regrets per se. So I don't feel. I really don't feel like I have to go back and change anything. Uh, everything led me to to where I am. I also wouldn't want to fast forward because I don't want to miss anything. Like I want to be able to see. But if I had to choose between backwards and forwards, do I get to keep my same brain? Do I get to know? If I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, I would. I would. If I could take myself back, I would go back and kind of coach myself a little better and help guide guide some decisions. Um, but I, I wouldn't want to fast forward through my life. I want to be present for for all of the things: the good, the bad, like the learning and um, being here for the journey. So I would probably go backwards, not forward. Nice. As an early 80s baby, I remember the song, um, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. You know, right. like, I don't want to miss a thing. All right. Now, if you could invite any one person to dinner, past or present, who would you invite and why? <sighs> If I could invite any one person to dinner, um, oh, it's so hard because I have like my idols. Well, they're past. I'm like, I don't know, Whitney Prince. It'd be one of them, I'm sure. But I would, mm, a lot. It would have to be Oprah. I would probably ask Oprah over for dinner, and um, I would. I would ask her a lot about the the industry that we work in and like what are some of the I won't say resources, but like just kind of like I would pick her brain or try to pick her brain about some of the next moves that I should be making since I know where I am right now and I know where I want to be and trying to go. Now I would probably pick her brain for a little a little guidance and um, and also how to make more money. <laughs> well, she certainly is an expert on that, you know. Mm -hmm. And also, I, I have to 
high five you through through the uh, internet. That's Whitney Houston. She's the only one I stand for. And, and I know that's right. That's my fave. She's the reason I sing. I love Whitney. I grew yes. up loving her. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Now, basic complexity. It's your question. Okay. Um. Question is, who is Derek Doll and why? Who is Derek Doll? Um, yes. You know, I am whoever you experience me to be. I don't think there's really any words that I can use to describe myself other than um, I am, I'm a creative. I'm an imagineer. You know, I am uh, a servant, a leader. Um, I am, I'm a moment and a movement. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I think I'm still, I'm still figuring it out and learning who Prince Derek Dahl is as I continue to evolve and grow um, as an artist, um, but as a person behind Prince Derek Dahl as Alonzo, I think that um, I've, I'm growing into this person who um, really wants to build a strong legacy that includes, um, you know, breaking down barriers, uh, increasing communication and advancing conversation around things that matter to people the most um, being an example of goodwill and, um, you know, just, you know, I just want to leave a positive imprint on the world. None of us are going to be here forever, right? We all got to get out of here the same way. Nobody's going, you, you can't get out of this thing alive. And I think for me, you know, I just want to make sure that, um, since I was here, I'm going to make sure that I do everything that I can or that was put in me to do while I'm here. So I won't have any regrets. I won't be 75 and think, oh, I should have did such and such. No, I'm gonna do all of it um, while I'm here. As long as I keep getting the vision, I'm gonna pursue it. So I think that's who I am as a, as a visionary who's acting on it. I, I, I love it. I, I love it all. It's fantastic. That's how it should be. Absolutely. Now, Prince Derek Doll, where mm -hmm. can people find you on media my friend so you can find me on instagram uh at the derek doll i think i'm prince derek doll on twitter that's d-e-r-e-k-d-o-l-l um you got to spell prince you can also follow me on youtube um, youtube.com forward slash prince derek doll and then you can get my music um on apple music spotify uh, iTunes, Google Play, some everywhere. You literally, I'm like this at this point. You can Google me or you can go to thederekdoll.com and all of my links and stuff will be on my website. So that's probably the best place to go. So just go to my website and go to the, the store and shop around, get you some dog gear, um, get some unknown Negro wares and, uh, and support the brand. Yes, absolutely. All right. And this has been WIBDT with <laughs> Prince Derek Dahl for week 181 on Hashtag Verse TV. And I'm Aaron Mack and Basic Complexity and Prince Derek Dahl.
Hey y'all, I'm Prince Derek Tall, and you're watching Hashtag Verse TV. Make sure that you share, comment, like, and subscribe, and then share again. So the professional, oh my gosh, like you nailed it on the first time, but we still do uh, four. Okay. four. That's so awesome. five, four, three, two. Hey y'all, I'm Prince Derek Dahl and you're watching Hashtag Verse TV. Make sure that you share, like, comment, and subscribe, and then share again. All right, and two more. Now I will say this, are you able to uh, move to the right just a little bit? Oh, sorry, I was trying to get into the mic to make sure you could hear me. I'll move my, I can move it, so. Oh, you want me to yeah. be more centered? Yeah, a little more centered. Okay, it, I do that. Sure. Yeah. Sorry, I was swatting them. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's better. All right. Five, four, three, two. Hey, y'all. I'm Prince Derek Dahl, and you're watching Hashtag Verse TV. Make sure that you share, like, comment, and subscribe, and then share again. Oh, thank you. Yes. And last one, then we'll get into the homos talk show. Cool. Five, four, three, two. Hey, y'all. I'm Prince Derek Dahl, and you're watching Hashtag Verse TV. Make sure that you share, like, comment, and subscribe, and then share again. So you can find me on Instagram uh, at the Derek Doll. I think I'm Prince Derek Doll on Twitter. That's D E R E K D O L L. Um, you got to spell Prince. You can also follow me on YouTube, um, YouTube.com forward slash Prince Derek Doll, and then you can get my music um, on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play, some everywhere. You literally, I'm like this at this point. You can Google me, or you can go to thederekdoll.com. And all of my links and stuff will be on my website. So that's probably the best place to go. Just go to my website and go to the, sh the store and shop around. Get you some dog gear, um, get some unowned Negro wares, and uh, and support the brand. Yes, absolutely. All right. And this has been WIBDT with <laughs> Prince Derek Dahl for week 181 on hashtag verse TV. And I'm Aaron Mack and basic complexity.